Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Married at First Sight Rehab Up. I'm Asia, and I am here with my awesome co-host, Jason. Jason, how are you? Asia, I'm doing great. Or as I should call you from back in your, your old days, poo-poo girl. <laughs> how, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing well. I am doing well. Um, you know, it's always fun just to recall memories from when I was six years old. Um, <laughs> Unfortunate like- story time. <laughs> yes. I feel like we know Michael so well at the age of six. <laughs> he really holds on to these uh, to these memories. He does. We have the bus story. And yes. now we have the P story. Yeah, it's just like uh, full. I just I I cannot from when I was six. The, I mean, my only memory was my brother being born, and uh, there was a funny story of us at the hospital. It's actually caught on uh, home video. Um, I, I, uh, my mom was talking to my brother and obviously he was just born. And I was like, I don't know why you're talking to him. He's just a baby. <laughs> just a dumb old baby. You can't right? understand you. Like what was wrong with me? Why would I think that's appropriate to say? But I was six. You were, so. you're embracing your inner Lindsay even at six years old. <laughs> right. Exactly. Oh gosh. We're here to talk about Married at First Sight, season 14, episode 10. What an episode. Yeah, a little less a uh, little less action packed than we've been used to, I think, but mm-hmm. still a uh still an interesting and entertaining episode even if some of our favorite uh masters are still just even more frustrating than we've ever seen. <laughs> Right. Um, I was excited to see Dr. Viviana. I was so glad that she arrived um, finally. And I feel like she she didn't disappoint. She came, she came through. She came with her with both barrels loaded and ready to go. Right. I, wanted, I wanted all of them to like open the door and be like, where you been? Like, <laughs> right. About we time. Needed you, we needed you two weeks ago. <laughs> exactly. It's like this little trip you're doing is well overdue. We're done. So you missed it. I missed Dr. Viviana's y'alls. Like her y'alls yes. sound so like, I don't know. I, it, the rest of her doesn't sound like that. And then when she says y'all, I'm like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, she does y'all. live in Texas. Yeah, she does. I know she does. But it's like, it's still, it's odd. Yeah. 
It's so funny because I haven't even caught that. Like y'all is such a every an everyday word. I only catch it when I'm on like calls at work and I say y'all on accident. <laughs> and then they're like, I remember I was on a call one time and they like started laughing. I was like, what happened? What did I miss? <laughs> Like, oh, <laughs> I don't know. Y'all tell me. <laughs> yeah. What are y'all laughing at? See, I've already said it so much. Didn't even realize. Um, but before we dive into the episode, we do want to shout out some five star ratings. Um, if you guys have not subscribed to our feed, you are missing out. You would be the first to know when our feed drop or when our episode drops in the feed. And you can listen to it as soon as we drop it. So you don't want to be listening to it late and then you're like oh why are people tweeting about asian jason talking about married at first sight oh it's because they subscribed to the love at first sight feed so go to rob slash first sight feed and subscribe or just look up love at first sight uh wherever you get your podcast and you'll find our feed and you can subscribe you can get all the married at first sight content you can even get some love is blind content if you missed out on me and mary covering it and then you can also get some potential future shows content on that feed so please go subscribe yeah (laughs) please go subscribe but we do want to shout out a couple of five-star ratings um so this first one comes from kiwi louise it's titled feeding the addiction feeding the addiction what can i say i am perversely addicted to to maths one of the few reality shows i watch and it's so long to wait between shows so i feed the addiction by listening to uh, love at first sight. Asia and Jason are funny and insightful. I enjoy their banter and hearing their perspective on each show or each episode. Thanks for such an excellent podcast and keeping me entertained in between airings. Thank you so much, Kiwi Louise. Appreciate that feedback. I like the added pop of the perversely. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so the review that I want to read this week is a very special review. Actually, it is our 80th review that we got. Um, it's you know we we had a goal of eighty for this uh, seat to get to eighty this season and we hit it uh, so this is our eightieth one uh, that is entitled exceeding my standards is by crime junk quiz <laughs> I think <laughs> like, like right. crime junkies yeah, yeah. there you go <laughs> um, says like eating a taco for the first time consuming this podcast has been a delightful experience no need to mold these hosts Asia and Jason already exceed my standards of what a man and woman podcaster should be. <laughs> Today is my decision day. I'm staying married to this insightful and entertaining content. Even though it's only been a couple of weeks, it's not too early for me to say I love you. <laughs> that for our 80th review that we were looking for, that could not have been any better with all of the mass references from this season. Great job, crime junkies. That was a very good review. <laughs> when I tell you I took a screenshot of this review and showed anyone who I knew would appreciate it, I did. It is hilarious, and I really appreciate it. It put a smile on my face. For sure. So really brightened my day. Yes. And so I can just read it once a day, so it can brighten each and every day. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. We are going to go ahead and jump right in to episode 10. So we are going to start with a couple that, you know... One of the people in this couple just continues to infuriate people week after week. Um, they're even, you know, starting to make us feel a type of way. <laughs> my, frustra- my frustration grows every single week. I, it started out so wonderful. We love this woman. 
She would watch Marvel movies. She was in a bowling league. <laughs> and she just, every week, she just does things that just like, I want to stay in standship with you, but I'm not sure if I can hold on anymore. <laughs> You know, this is why sometimes, you know, I, I look, we're, we're talking about Jasmina and Michael people. You know, when I look at Jasmina, I see a friend, right? But then it's like, you don't always see what your friends are like in relationships. Sometimes they're their worst selves when they're in relationships, like to their partner. But they'll never be that way with you because they don't have that commit, that type of commitment to you. I think she'll be a good, I think she would be a good friend. Her and Mike are going to be good friends after this eight week experiment is over. <laughs> yes. But even her friend the other week was like, you know, oh, you don't like tone. Like, as if like she's yeah. always, she has also experienced Jasmina uh, <laughs> and her communication issues. Yeah. It's like she's received doses, but like as a friend, you can call her out and y'all aren't going to like break up. Yeah, well, I don't have to go home to my friend every night. I can, you know, <laughs> we, we can take a break from each other. So, right, very true. Um, so yes, yeah, so let's just dive right in. Um, I thought it was funny they had that little scene where she was, <laughs> she comes out of the bathroom and she's looking for her brush, and he was like, "Oh, did you check the bathroom?" And she goes, proceeds to the closet, and he goes and finds her brush in the bathroom, and then she's like, "Where'd you find that?" And he's like, "The bathroom." <laughs> <laughs> They're everyday. I feel like their everyday chemistry is nice. Like, it's so spot on. Yeah. yeah. Like when they're not, you know, in a heated argument, it seems like they have good, like easygoing, laid back chemistry and they can like we've seen them joke with each other. Like, yeah. But then, but then they tell us like, oh, yeah, we don't really talk like yes know, throughout the day. I'm like, but we see y'all like have these little interactions that are so nice. And then, but you know, I, I think I get what she's saying, though, because I've had relationships like that. It's just like, tell me what you're like involve me in your life as the day goes on right like yeah. yeah we can have these like like that chemistry that we do see from them is so it's so nice but if they have nothing else then i can see the frustration on both of their parts um if if mike like acknowledges that he would want more but it's just like okay something happens to you at work or you know you're interested in something like are we talking about that or are we just coexisting are we just Exchanging like pleasantries yeah like are we just having a great time together in each other's present but we're not doing life together by mm -hmm. involving each other and so i i can see what she means by that because i've seen it yeah i mean if, if like if my if i don't go a day without hearing about like who pissed my wife off at work yeah i don't feel like i'm living a day like <laughs> It's just that kind of like that's the kind of relationship you have with someone that you are intimate, intimate with, like, you know, in a an emotional way. Like, that's just yeah. what you, you do. Like, you talk about these things you don't talk to anybody else about. Right. Because, you know, it's not really probably you or proper to talk about. But it's like, you know, it's it's those things that make a relationship uh, emotionally intimate. Right. And they don't have that. They have where's my brush, which is fine. Yeah. But they don't have really anything else. Yeah, it's like if, if you didn't hear about someone your wife didn't like at work, would you be like, do you even have a job? Yeah, do you even have a job? <laughs> oh my gosh, that guy. He could, uh, we'll, we'll get, to, we'll, we'll get, again, he frustrates this week as well. Yes, that is a Lajuan, you people, yeah. uh, you guys, you people. Y'all didn't do anything. People. <laughs> right? Um, so they do, they all, everybody gets this activity. Um, where they get have they ask each other questions, and so um, he asked her like, "What can he give her in their marriage?" Um, she says, "Just talk to me." 
talk to me throughout the day, the small things, um, because I feel like those small things can lead to bigger conversations. Um, And he tells her what he needs from her is to like, listen and understand him and know that he is not her enemy. And I thought this was, it was, it was a good that they said this, but it's like, did they hear each other? No, because I feel like this is the same thing they've been saying pretty much. Yeah. And, you know, he got this I am not the enemy thing for Pastor Cal. And I feel yeah. like they haven't been doing it. That was like two <laughs> weeks ago. Like, and it's easy to say, like, listen and understand, but it's another thing to actually do it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Jasmine is too busy telling Michael what he's doing wrong for her to look inside what she's doing. Yeah. For her what she's doing wrong. Yeah. I was ready for him to be like, it's not me versus you. It's us versus the issue. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I constantly hear that. Um, so then they then one of the questions is like, anything are you, are you embarrassed? Um, are, have you been embarrassed to tell me anything? And for her, she tells a story about the seniors at her school would prank uh, the girls specifically um, that were new to the school. And so what happened was one of the senior girls came up to her, stood behind her and made it seem like she had started her period. And then when she got to the bathroom, the girl like removed her bag that was covering Jasmina and made it seem like, oh, I'm exposing you because you started your period. And Jasmina got all embarrassed and like crushed down. And everybody was looking at her and laughing. How awful. This was such a weird like quote unquote prank. Like yes. I was like, OK, so you're fake covering up. Uh, this I guess would be a stain or a spot on someone's pants. Yeah. But, ha, ha, guess what? You didn't really have a spot on your pants, <laughs> right? And you we're all laughing at you did. now for you acting like you had a spot. Like I was like, okay, well, is that yeah. that embarrassing? But okay, whatever. Right. I was like, man, what a throwback. But that I mean, that shook her to her core clearly because she's I feel telling like it. At it this I feel moment. like if we didn't get the story we're going to get from Michael, that this would have just been cut out completely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. So, so, so Michael's story is he—he he was the pee pee boy, and she's she laughs instantly. <laughs> and so she's just, he's like, "Why are you laughing?" And it's these moments like that, like they're playfully joking with each other, and like yes, you can he see knows it. she's not laughing to be evil. It's just like it's a funny. He knows it's about to be a funny story. So it's just like they have the natural chemistry. They just get in each other's way in yeah. our own ways. It's not the spark that we're looking for in like this episode, but it's a different type of spark. Mm-hmm. And it's there. They just are letting it go out because yes. they're so busy arguing. <laughs> right. It's like they they have the match. The match can light the candle, right? And then five minutes before the, the aroma can fill the room, they're blowing it out. You're like, why? This this candle doesn't smell. Like, we can't smell anything. Why does it just start stomping on the fire? And it's like, like, no, we can't have this. We have to fight. <laughs> no, it should have. It should have. Uh, it should have. Uh, the fume should have spread throughout the room already. <laughs> just ridiculous. Um, so his PP boy story. Um, so he was six. Uh, they were all sitting on the floor at school, and a teacher. They were. His teacher was reading a story, and he asked the teacher, "Could he use the restroom?" And teacher said, no, you need to wait. He said, okay, well, I got something for you. And he peed on the floor. <laughs> like it was so malicious. Like, <laughs> like he was like, I'll show you. And he's like, it spread out all over the car. Like, how much pee did you have? Like, you're a six-year-old little boy. But that much? <laughs> Everyone had to jump up on their chairs to yes. escape your pee? <laughs> what? 
Oh my God, you not gone for eight hours? Like, how is this possible? He's like, she's like, wait till so he said, miss. Like, I think you said that. <laughs> he was just this vengeful little boy. Um, so then on, then on, he became a pee pee boy. Um, so then the, the last question that we saw, at least, was what's their favorite physical feature? Oh, and here hers. we go. Andrew. Here we go. <laughs> You can relate. She, she she likes his arms. I said, "Girl, yes, <laughs> I agree that I believe that is his best feature." Uh, and he likes her smile, and she she blushed. A nice smile. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, uh, finally, time for Doctor Viviana. So they're like getting ready for her to come in. Jasmina jokes like, "Okay, maybe Doctor Viviana should come more often so you could clean." <laughs> <laughs> He's a good sense of that. He's like, don't don't start that. Right. I clean, which is hilarious because like I have a roommate, and like anytime like I if I like have someone coming over or like I have friends coming over or I'm preparing for something, like I'll tidy up more than I would do on a normal day. And uh, if I pick up like the broom, she's like, oh wait a second, can you hold on? And she'll bring out her phone. She's like, I gotta capture this. <laughs> So it's like these type of things are funny when you know the person isn't being malicious, but they already just think there's some ulterior motive behind every single word that's spoken. So Dr. Viviana arrives. Um, Michael tells her like they're not physically intimate. They don't hug. They don't kiss. They don't hold hands because he's letting her take the lead. And Dr. Viviana's like, wait, does she know that? Like, that she's supposed to be taking the lead? And, and Jasmine's like, well, look, I told him that I need an emotional and a mental connection with someone before I get go physical. Because if I don't have that... But you, but you, can, even hold can't. A man's, you can't even hold a man's hand. Like, <laughs> you can't even, like... like it, actually, it, it seems like she doesn't even, like, look in his direction. Like, I know. Or, like, give him her patented smile. Like it just they just seem she just seems so cold to him if she has if she doesn't have this quote unquote mental connection that she needs, like a mind meld, like you would see in like Star Trek or something, that she needs this mental connection. Right, because it so, has to build. Yeah, like, but that's I how you like start. No, no, like you start serious. with Well, yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying you don't have to build up to hand holding. Hand holding builds up to other things. So right. it's like that's the least they could be doing right now. Yeah. Like hand holding could be a like you don't even have to be like you could force a hand hold. You could be like, let's hold yeah. hands and see if something sparks. Let's let's right. let's, let's, let's let's try it out. Like yes. it doesn't need to be that like you don't need to be madly in love or have this quite great emotional connection to hold someone's hand. Yeah. It's like, like, are we there yet? Are we at hand holding stage yet? It's been almost a month of us being in the same vicinity with each other, like almost every day. And you, you're not holding this man's hand any at least. Like they don't how, even there's how no, are we gonna get to the end of this? <laughs> there's no even there's no base for that. Like first base is kissing, right? Mm -hmm. And so hand holding, that has to be what? Grabbing the bat. That's like batting practice. Yeah. Like, <laughs> exactly. It's like how are they not even there? And and I mean and it, I will say it is awkward when we do see them hug, like when they do little activities and stuff and then they hug. I'm like, oh, that is new because mm -hmm. <laughs> they don't ever do that. Um, and so so obviously that's not helping anything. But to, to finish that quote, she said. Before getting physical. Before getting physical, she needs that mental and emotional connection. Right. And uh, because she if she doesn't have that, her. As. Elijah would say, "Tutu, 
is not getting wet for you. Yeah, Viviana's face at that moment was was all of our faces at home. We're like, oh, did you like, just say that? Like, <laughs> come on. So yeah, it's uh, I it's, couldn't. What like, happens if she doesn't have the mental mind meld? Which I, you know, I I I I guess I get it. I got. <laughs> it just I, seems like she's taking it too seriously. Yeah, it's just like. But yeah, it's like, yeah, if you don't have that mental connection, you're not going there. But there's steps in between. Like Dr. Viviana is saying, hugs, handholds, cuddles. You're not saying that can't happen. You're jumping to the extreme. Yep. You're, you're, it's like Lindsay was saying, it's all or nothing. I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm either 100% in or 100% in. You gotta, you, you gotta ease into it. It can't be all at once. Right. Cause it's like, is that happening for you, Jasmina, when you hold hands with somebody? Like, she want to hold his hand, hug him, and then they're going to jump each other's bones within the next hour. Like, like you can't go from handhold to, uh, as Bryce said, constipate your marriage. <laughs> yeah. um, you know. Yes. In, in that, in a short amount of time. Yes. Y'all should have been holding hands two weeks ago. Yeah. Just walk down the street holding each other's hand. I'm like, in, did y'all hold y'all held hands? They held hands walking down the aisle. <laughs> Like in like in between you you have to have some space in between your arguments, right? Like it's gotta be mm-hmm. a day, an hour, a minute where you're not at each other's throats. Not that would do. be the time <laughs> to explore some form of intimacy, whether it just mm-hmm. be hand holding or whatever. True. Yeah. So I mean, she says that like she does feel the little moment. Like she sees the little moments they have here and there. But for the most part, she just feels like they're coexisting, they're not communicating at the level that like she wants and he and Dr. Bambiano was like okay do you think like the things in the past have affected this and he does um he says that she's focusing on the issue and or he's focusing on the issue but she's focusing on how he created the issue and she's like well that's not what I'm focused on and he's like well the, and, and at this point they're disagreeing about what she's focusing on and then he says, can I finish a thought? <laughs> <laughs> can I finish? <laughs> oh. I, and so they're just like. Oh, no. She, well, when he says that, she says, so finish your thought, Michael. Mm. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Miss, watch your tone. Miss, don't be re- disrespectful. Is uh, doing nothing but being disrespectful and having a bad tone throughout this whole conversation. Very true. I I agree. This tone was not helpful to anybody, including herself. She was being so cold, so condescending. Um, it was the worst approach when having a a a disagreement that you actually want to come out, you know, something positive coming out of it. Um, so you know, like Dr. Viviana had to interrupt, say, like, look, this is a comp- uh, communication breakdown. Um, and this is when Jasmina vocalizes, vocalizes that she feels like she's the one putting in all the effort. And, uh, and like in her eyes, she feels like he's not putting in the effort because at this point he's been like he, he, he said, like, I'm owning it. Like she doesn't acknowledge that I'm owning it. And she's like, well, it doesn't matter ownership if I don't feel like you're putting in effort. Um, and he's just like, he doesn't know how to communicate without being or without seeming disrespectful. So Dr. Viviana suggests journaling. Okay. She suggests that he journals. Yes. Let's, 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 uh, let's put a pin very, in that. Very, very true. Yes. 
because, you know, he's explaining. He can't ever finish his thoughts. He can't get this out. And so Dr. Viviana pointed this at him. Maybe you should try journaling. Like, well, I, feel maybe... like, I, I feel like this will end up like if they're in a fight and he's like, instead of saying something, he's just going to like take his journal <laughs> and just start writing furiously in his journal. Like, mm, 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 mm. wait till I tell you this later. Just wait. Ooh. Wait till you read this. Ooh, this a, ooh, I got words for you in this journal right here. Like, is that going to help? <laughs> Yeah, because it's like Dr. Viviana has such great intentions. Journaling does help a lot of people. It helps collect your thoughts. It helps gather what you're thinking, helps put words together. But the way that they're going to misuse this is just beyond me. I can't wait for the quote later in in their segment. I I guess. Uh, So Dr. Viviana asks, like, okay, do y'all want, do y'all even want to get to a place of intimacy? And Michael's like, of course, because like, I, I feel like then we'll have like more of a mo- an emotional connection. And I kind of thought back to um, Ryan and Clara from a couple seasons ago, because that was their issue. He mm-hmm. needed the emotional first. She needed the physical first. And so it's kind of like here, Michael is saying the physical will definitely help them get to the emotional, whereas Jasmine is the total opposite. Um, and so... Jasmina said, like, if they start talking more, they communicate more, then she'll want to kiss him and cuddle him. And then whatever else comes after that. And then they start smiling at each other. It's like, it's like, are y'all, y'all are weird. Like, y'all are weirdos. Like, you kind of might deserve each other. Like, if you could get past this communication hurdle, like, y'all would be perfect for each other because y'all are both weird. Mm-hmm. I was like, where is it? Dr. Viviano was just like, okay, what, like, what, what is this? <laughs> She's like, Michael, is she kissable? And he's just like, yeah, look at her. So, so then, so that, so we're done with Dr. Viviana's visit, but we do get a recap of the combo. Like they're, they're break there. This is their follow up to the combo. They're still in the room. And, you know, like he realizes this is his first time hearing her say that he's not putting in effort. So he's like realizing, look, okay, I can own it all day, but if she doesn't feel like I'm putting effort, then like I need to look at what I'm actually doing. And he tells her, like, I think writing things down will, uh, like, be a good idea because, like, you know, with, like, the interrupting thing. Um, <laughs> and she interrupts him to say, I only did that twice. Yeah. Don't use that something to go off. <laughs> so, don't please stop trying to use that. It happened oh. twice. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, well, it also happened in Mexico. And then they get in this huge fight. <laughs> no, that didn't happen. But uh, she says she doesn't want to write down things because she has no problem being vocal and telling him things to his face. And she, he's like, look, this is our issue, not just my issue. This is our issue. Uh, so I think we should both do the exercise. Yeah, and- <laughs> like, so here's the thing, right? Like, she doesn't want to do the journaling. Great, fine. Yes. You don't want to do it, just do it. Like, <laughs> just do the stupid journaling. Like, it's part of partnership. Like it's not gonna like like Mike says, like this is our issue. Why don't we do the exercise together? It's not that big of a deal, Jasmine. Like yeah. just write some stuff in the journal and share the journal. It's not a big of a deal. You you're not admitting fault by journaling. I feel like that's yes, what she's saying. Like, exactly. If I do this journal, I'm admitting that I'm just as much of the problem as you are. Mm-hmm. But you are the problem. So you need to journal. Yeah. Yeah, she thinks that. Yeah, you're exactly right. Like he, she's thinking that's admitting fault when all it's doing is an exercise to get them in a better place. Like it's just like the write the letter to your your 
future self or past self or something, whatever it is. Like you're not doing that because you think your future self is going to read this letter. <laughs> like you're doing it as an exercise. Right. And I don't think she's seeing it as an exercise. I think she's seeing it as like, a, this is something you have to do because you are incapable of speaking to me and explaining your thoughts. And so it's all about principle with her. Yeah, she's like, I am a normal person. So I can talk normally and I can be vocal and talk the way I'm supposed to talk. You are the one with the problem. Yeah. I know how to have a conversation, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. So they, they continue to talk about this and she starts to roll her eyes. I thought they were going to get stuck. She looked like Storm in the X-Men. <laughs> Like when she's like calling down like her weather powers, like she just gets possessed and her, yeah. just the whites of her eyes. Like <laughs> it, it's, it was so it was so crazy that mm-hmm. she's sitting there barely turning away from him to just eye rolling like this, like this, you know, family friendly podcast can't say it. Yes. But she's just <laughs> so done with this. Like ugh. she is. And so she gets up and walks away. And it's at this moment we get to see the cameraman, the producers. And this conversation was so tense. I completely forgot that there were other people in the room. Like (laughs) you forget that there's there's a whole crew that's watching this childishness. You see a guy just sitting in a chair on the (laughs) camera. Like you just you just think about like how like there's just a stranger sitting like 10 feet away from you just staring at you with a camera. Like in your face. How are y'all able to do this? Oh, man. So, you know, she's in the hallway. She says she's saying the same ish back and forth, back and forth. And the producer's like, look, let's just go back in. Let's figure this out. And meanwhile, Michael's like, is she okay? (laughs) She goes back in. She just tells him, like, look, I'm just getting frustrated because I'm suggesting a new approach of just talking and like taking turns and hearing each other out, but he's not accepting that she wants to do that. Um, She's like, because I just don't want a journal. And he's like, well, okay, forget. I don't, he's like, I don't (laughs) care. Get the damn journal. (laughs) Cut to Dr. Viviana, like at her house, watch this episode. Like, oh, oh, damn the journal. Okay. I'll try to help y'all out. But Forget me then. Okay. (laughs) Yes. He's like, F the journaling. We can move forward. Let's let's just let's try the new approach. She's rolling her eyes some more. Um and she just feels like he needs to work on hearing her when she speaks. So I like her her uh like her technique for speaking is like I will speak and I will say <laughs> I am done and you can speak. It's yes. like talking over a walkie-talkie like, <laughs> right? like uh, over. I want to come over. I want to come over to the other side of the room. Over. All right, I'll be waiting for you. Over. Like, how's that going to, how are you going to live your life like that? Exactly. It's just like, well, how about you just like respect each other? Try that one. Like respect that you're like actually listening to the person because if you're listening to them, you're not going to interrupt. You're not going to feel the need to interrupt. But guess what? Sometimes when you're having a conversation, people do interrupt. It happens. Mm-hmm. Happens all the time. Like, it's okay. Don't take yeah. it such a big affront. That you are just like now not going to talk to your husband for three days. Yeah, like, that's crazy. Like both of well, both of them need to learn that lesson. Like it's just just talk to each other, be cool. Like don't get heated. Yeah. But it seems like they both want to be like, well, you're not listening to me. Well, mm-hmm. you're not listening to me. I want to do this my way. You're not listening to me doing my way. Well, I just told you I want to do this my way, and you're yes. not listening. They're just so on. They may I don't know if they're too alike 
or just too different in their in their communication styles like I think it's the former I think they are too alike I feel like Jasmina talking to Michael is looking in a mirror and she doesn't like it and it just infuriates her without realizing that she's doing the same thing and then he he's getting frustrated because he's he's seeing what she's doing and how she's saying things and it might be the same way he does it but he's just like wait a second how do I interact with this when it's just like maybe that's how he is with other people too it's 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 all it's it's all very weird but we did get some feedback from okay man it has to be okay man o dash k m a n n <laughs> she said first i love the podcast I wanted to chime in on Jasmine and Michael. I feel like a lot of people expect her to have so much compassion, patience, and empathy for Michael, but overlook her personal experiences. Didn't she mention that her biological mother walked out on her and her sisters as a child? Then her dad decided to move to Jamaica, leaving her to ask her former stepmom to take them in. I think the love and patience need to be a two-way street between them. Just my opinion. Yeah, I get that. Get it, get it, get it. She does not. She has just like Michael. They both haven't seen real true love blossom and be successful. Mm-hmm. So she may have issues with, uh, with with seeing with seeing that. Yes, but she is just a little too sensitive. I think mm-hmm. that could that could stem from that feeling like maybe she's not listened to. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it. I I feel like they are both sensitive. Um, and I feel like. Until they recognize how similar they are and that a lot of the times they're fighting about the fight. It's not like a fundamental. It's not a fundamental issue. It's all communication. Like, why? Why are you arguing about journaling? Like, literally, Dr. Viviana brought that in. If they weren't going to argue about journaling, they were going to argue about something else out of thin air. Like, it's it's just wanting that that desire to be right. Um is is on both their parts. And so I guess to this feedback, I would say, you know, I think the reason that, you know, people aren't, people are, I guess, expecting more from Jasmina than Michael is because we're hearing about uh, the loss that Michael dealt with. Like we're facing that on the show and they're not really focusing on that at all. Like besides the wedding day with Jasmina. So then it's like, why doesn't, why isn't she more compassionate about what he's gone through when it's just like, it's a two way. It, they both have gone through things and they're both ill equipped at this point for marriage with one another. So they need they need the help. They need Pastor Cal. They need the experts to assist them more because they can't do it on their own. No, not at all. And they both are just like like Jasmina. I, I still can't get over the fact that all of Jasmina's relationships have been long distance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she may be used to texting a lot in her relationships true yes so that could be something that could you it you know quote-unquote tone is hard to uh you know to suss out over text message and i'm sure that she's you know they've talked a lot on the phone as well but still you know it's mm-hmm. she's not used to having someone right in front of her that she can't <laughs> she can't really get away from true. like having to talk to them all the time yeah i think that could that could feed into her issues Absolutely. Just, you know, it's 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 a lot. I don't I'm not sure why why they're on the show together if they have so many issues. But you know, that's another <laughs> that's that's another thing to talk about. Yeah, they just they just wanted it to be for our entertainment. But yeah. 
They did have they they kind of ended the episode with a positive note. So they do this tantric yoga. Um and so this is their like intimacy exercise and they're the one that got it this season. Everyone yeah. always has everyone gets this, you know, once a season, one couple gets it. Usually the couple that's not doing, you know, bedroom stuff. Yeah. <laughs> right. So um, you know, like they're getting they they're sitting back to back. They they get a basket, they blindfold each other and kind of admit some things. So she says like she hasn't been fully vulnerable because of the lack of communication. And sometimes she doesn't feel like he cares for the marriage. Um, and for him, she asked him what is hard for him to say. And he said, I wish I like, I wish I could trust you more. Um, and they, they're, they're just kind of like talking this through, kind of getting off their chest. And, you know, they, he admits that he doesn't regret getting married at first sight, which is a great thing to say, because if he did, they'd be done. <laughs> yeah. I, she asked that. And I was like, mm, make the right choice here, Mike. Yeah. Because he had a pause there. And I was like, oh, no, right. no we're not going to say what I think he's going to say. Right. Like but there, there like, are days where I yeah. regret. No, don't say that, Mike. <laughs> yeah. But he, he got it right. He got, he yes. got the, the question right. And she said that they've had some good moments where, you know, she can see what it would be like to be married to him long term. Um, and then they end with the last little segment of he's combing his beard. She asked to try it. So, um, you know, she combs his beard. They're having a good time. And she tells us she hasn't felt a spark during or they, she hasn't felt a spark since the wedding day. And then they have this funny exchange where they she tries to do a high five, but he goes in for a fist bump and then she t- looks at his hand. She's like, hey, what's that? So he opens up his hands and she gets her high five. <laughs> More of that chemistry. <laughs> They're it's so just, frustrating. They're so up and down. It's, crazy. A, it's hard. Like, I feel like they could be best friends, right? Yep. They have similar senses of humor. They have fun with each other, but neither of them realize that you can marry your best friend. You don't have to have all these pressures and high expectations. You can have a great time together and just do life together and enjoy each other's company rather than I think we should argue about this exercise that Dr. Viviana suggested that we do. <laughs> it's like, no, like, stop. So that 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 was them on this episode. Was there anything else in the episode that you wanted to call out for them? Uh, no, I mean, they're just extremely frustrating. And they yes. just so, as I said a few times during this episode, they just go back and forth with nonsense. Yes. Like, just, just, just be calm, be cool, and, and live your life. Like, it doesn't have to be that serious. But uh, I'm not, uh, I, I'm not too hopeful for them to be honest with you. I know. Um, I, yeah. I mean, and, and, and go ahead. I'm just saying we didn't get much for them on the uh, quote unquote still to come. Right. It, I um, guess because it was episode 10 and they were, I was, I was like, why are they doing the still to come? Episode 10 halfway through the season. We have mm-hmm. half the season left. So that was odd. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, again, we didn't get much from them. We didn't see them sitting on the decision day couch. Yes. Which I was very like, oh, thank goodness. Because they had <laughs> No footage from them on decision day in the season preview. Mm-hmm. Like, what happens? Like, are do they quit before decision day? Yeah, but they, we did get a shot of them on the couch on seemingly on decision day. Right. So at least we looks like they're going to make it to decision. Yes, and hopefully, I sounded um, impartial. I do think that they are both in the wrong. Everybody, Jasmine is just my friend. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you're just a Jasmina stan. It's okay. <laughs> I I also have been a Jasmina stan, but I don't know if I can if I can wear that title anymore. She's just you can't hang on with every longer. week. With every week, she's just she's she's sinking that ship for me. <laughs> um, but I, I think as far as uh, as ratings go, yes. Um, boy, you know, I think I upped them to a three last week. Mm-hmm. I am going to. I want to stay at my three. Okay. I just I don't know. I I don't have high hope. I don't want to sink them all the way to a one, but yeah. I just I don't have high hopes at all. Yeah. How about you? What's your, where are you at? So on a scale of one to five, one being that they are going to definitely get divorced, five being they are definitely going to stay married. I was at a three last week as well, and that was me going up from a two as well. Um, so. I feel like I feel like it's 50-50. So I have to stay at my three because I feel like unless they realize that they are the ones in their own way, mm-hmm. if they don't realize that, they're going to get divorced. But if they do realize that, they can like, let's release the pressures. You know, maybe like a, a love is blind. Well, no. they. Ha- I think they have more chemistry than the love is blind. Um, Nick and Danielle, but like getting married, getting past that hump for them was like, oh, I we we don't have that pressure anymore. Where we'll see what life is like without the cameras, right? Know, I like think that. I think that's a lot of the pressures being sit having to sit down and being forced to have conversations, and then they just start arguing rather than yeah. just approaching issues as they come. Um, so it's on them. So I'm at, I'm at a three. Okay, well. Yeah, I just, I feel like we've had two expert uh, interventions thus far this season, mm-hmm. and none of them have stuck with these two. <laughs> like, <True. laughs> we'll get we'll get these nice conversations with with Cal and Viviana, and they're like, yeah, you know, I like that conversation. That was nice, and then but you know what I didn't like was when you said this. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh, oh yeah. Well, you say this because I said that, and uh, then we, and then the, the argument just starts. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I just I feel like they it's not sticking with them. It's so not. I'm... Yeah, very true. They're not applying anything that they are learning or that they should be learning. Um, and I, is it going to come down to because they are attracted to each other. They are. Yeah. It's just it's something about something about him is a turnoff for her right now. Well, here's the thing. I think that she she gets stuck on these arguments, I think, for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like, I think they'll go days without talking, like, without talking for real. Yeah. Because she's stuck in it, and he does not, he is not the type of person that's going to come and approach her and be like, let's, you know, let's, uh, let's figure this out. He wants mm-hmm. to wait till she approaches him because he wants to, quote unquote, take her lead. So I feel like mm-hmm. they just walk around for three days, mad at each other until, like, an expert comes by. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Which is probably ever happening. Right. Like maybe maybe our last hope is Dr. Pepper, but we can't hang on to that because then it's going to be like, it's two weeks until decision day. Yeah. So there we go. That's Jasmine and Michael. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. 
Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Right up next, Ooh. the the couple that makes me watch like through my hands, like I'm watching a horror movie. <laughs> but like, what what would that be like for your ears? Like putting your fingers in your ears as Lindsay talks. <laughs> you know, it, it, I just I can't like I can't. Ugh, I get so like, I get so I, cringe. Like I put my AirPods in and turn on another podcast from Rob has a podcast. And as it plays, maybe I should just start like plugging my ears and like reading the closed captioning because maybe it just won't sound so bad if I'm right. reading it in my voice. But yeah, yeah. We're, 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 talking, we're talking about Mark and Lindsay, folks. Pleasant voice. Yeah, we're, we're talking about Mark and Lindsay. My Barack Obama voice maybe it'll sound better in that yeah. in that type of timber. Uh, <laughs> all right, so we we start off the episode with Lindsay talking to one of her friends on uh, Skype or FaceTime or something on the computer. Uh, yeah, brought I to quite you, figure brought out you by what Alexa. <laughs> there was a big big advertisement in the corner brought to you by Alexa. I don't mm-hmm. know if that was a product placement or not. So she tells a friend about Mark coming back from the intimacy. Um, he keeps telling her that he wants the sex to be emotional and he's just not feeling it right now. She talks about how she, they haven't had sex in two weeks and then she talks about uh, something that happened it seemed like within the last day or so that they took a nap and then they just <laughs> ended up having sex when they woke up. And Lindsay complains that it was quick and dirty. <laughs> uh, how he finished quick and then went to go work out and she remarks that it's uh she tells him that you know he tells her that he wants this emotional sex but what they what that quick and dirty was wasn't emotional for her right but then she tells him don't worry about it she'll take care of it herself yeah make of that make of that what in, you will i won't so many i won't finish the whole uh thing that she said that's good for the for the out of context. Um. Yeah, I'm not going to fall into that <laughs> trap. Right. Um, so uh, her friend says, uh, you know, that's so weird because he seems like such a pleaser. And Lisa, so well, now he's not pleasing me right now. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, the, the friend says, you know, he's kind of like he, 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 he wants to pull you apart like a toaster and put you back together. And before he puts the bread in, I was like, <laughs> okay. okay. That's that's an interesting uh, metaphor or analogy, whatever you want to call that. Right. Uh, and so the friend tells Lindsay, you know, you're you're going at Lindsay speed right now. You kind of you kind of need to slow it down. Uh, to Another take... friend who knows their friend very well. Exactly. You need to slow it down, kind of to his level. Uh, then we cut to Lindsay in a confessional, saying, you know, she she fears that she'll never have sex again 
with uh, and she'll dry up like the Sahara Desert. Okay. <laughs> great. great. She's great, so great. dramatic. Great, 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 great. I'm glad um, they mentioned this on the after party is how dramatic like both her and Elijah are. Yeah, they're kind of bond they kind of bond a little bit after the whole plane incident and they're just they talk all the time. They talk up on the roof, which is apparently a very popular hangout spot right. for, for the couples and for other people that aren't couples anymore. Um, <laughs> so we get to a slight a small segment. They're on the beach. Uh they're doing the fishbowl exercise and Mark asks her what her favorite position is and she uh, once again just cannot help but being as uh, TMI as possible, <laughs> responding about how what her favorite sex position is. I'm not even going to get into it. We're going to move on. <laughs> um, as Puya would say, we move. We move. Uh, so we get to the, the uh, Dr. Viviana visit. Uh, they're playing with the cats and, and giving them catnip. And I just thought it was so like interesting. Like she's just like sprinkling snacks like on the floor, just willy nilly. Like yeah. you, you got to step on one of those crumbs later, and you're gonna be like, "What is this?" Right. Not how I would feed like that, but okay. I just, uh, I just love how it hasn't dawned on to on them until this moment to wonder if Doctor Viviana is allergic to cats. But, yeah, oh, yeah well, and I wonder. Well, it suck to be her. She is <laughs> right. Oh, she brought her. Uh, what, what is it? Allegra. <laughs> medication or whatever it is Zyrtec yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, knock on the door knock 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 Viv comes in uh, and we also get Mark and Confessional saying he's not sure how this is going to go <laughs> but he hopes that it goes in a nurturing way seeing as they're talking about something that's not happening and he whispers the sex stuff <laughs> as if he is like a five year old <laughs> that's what gets me like back to your earlier point of her telling her friend about this like quick and dirty I'm like so it just happened out of nowhere after three weeks of nothing. Like, like, and Mark's well aware that like she wants to be having sex and it's not happening. So, like, is that what? Ha- I mean, we didn't it just get felt like side of it. I don't know. It felt like he was just he just wanted some in the moment, and it seems like really in like insincere to do this for to her and then just leave. It, mm-hmm. it felt gross. Yeah, like just, just hearing Lindsay talk about it. But you know, we we had we've had uh, kind of different stories from Mark and Lindsay and a couple of different things. Right. So <laughs> Mark might have seen that interaction differently. Yeah. Who knows? Um, so so Viv comes in and asks how they feel about the marriage, and they both just laugh, just look at each other and laugh maniacally. And you know, Lindsay is like. He's like the Joker. Like she's got those. Like we call Mark is Mark the Shark, but Lindsay has definitely got some shark happening in her too. Because she when she smiles and laughs, you can see all her pearly whites. Everything, and she's just like a villain. He's like ah, <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's scary, honestly. It's scary to Mark too. Yeah, he gets get those wide eyes every time it happens. So maybe I'll ask Mark how he feels, and he says, uh, "You know, it's a, it's a it's a been an interesting three weeks." <laughs> it is Mark the Shark Boston accent. Uh, so Viviana says that she knew that there would be fireworks, but didn't think it'd be this bad. Yeah. And as we get flashbacks to all their arguments, um, Viv says they don't want them to experience that again, and hopes that intimacy and trust talks will help them leave the, all that in the past. Um, there's like a weird little scene of Lindsay dropping a water bottle and I'm not sure why they left in the episode. 
Right. It was so awkward. I was like, why are they just trying to make her look like a klutz or something? Or just make this as awkward as it could possibly be. Right. Like, it's weird. Uh, okay, then we get to the fun part. Viviana asks about the sex life. Uh, you know, and Lindsay's like, ah, you know, it's dead. There's nothing, nothing going on there. It talks about how the wedding night, they were firing all cylinders. And the next day, they, they had sex. Um, but, you know, the, then the second time, Mark says, didn't feel right. So he, you know, cut all of it off. Mark says, yes, he said those things. And he made, he did make the move the day after the wedding. They had sex. Uh, Vivian asks how, how that was. He says, oh, it was great. And then Vivian asks Lindsay if she likes it. She says, ah, it wasn't bad, but it was, it didn't really satisfy me. Mm-hmm. You know, and he, she thought that he was passionate, romantic and could probably handle her. And then she goes, it doesn't really look like that though now. Yeah. And then Viv is all of us at home. Finally. Yes. Lindsay, like, do you do you want a good sex life with Mark? And he's like, yeah, sure. And so why? So maybe you shouldn't be so rude when you're talking <laughs> about like y'all's sex life. And like the look on Lindsay's face is like, excuse me? Like <laughs> uh, you know, we got like on after party this week, there Rudy was talking to Lindsay like about hitting about hitting below the belt. And, you know, Lindsay's talking about, you know, she usually gets her claws out and normally calls her friend event. And she references the, you finally get a reference to the bowling alley scene. Yes. As you know, I, you know, what I didn't think about or realize is I was venting to these producers and I mic the whole time. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, you're also really drunk and wasn't thinking about it. Right. I'm like, you literally were fuming that bad that you did not realize. I was like, oh, completely forgot I'm on yeah, this television show that I'm mic'd up and. <laughs> This is I thought I was talking to my buddies and not producers on the show. <laughs> right. Uh, so yeah, Lindsay, she talks about how hard it is of talking about this stuff. And she says that, well, you know, she just kind of threw in the towel and she gave up talking about it. And, you know, Viviana says, well, that's not really an option, you know, yeah. in a marriage. Um, and she, you know, Viv talks about how they communicate to each other, how they talk to each other, and that they should really work on talking to each other if they want to be intimate and working on ways to to communicate that to each other and to and to get to a point where they want to be intimate again. Mm-hmm. Um, they, she asked them if they give each other the benefit of the doubt and they talk about uh, trusting each other. And they both say, well, I trust them, but I don't think they trust me. Yeah. Which is very eye-opening and interesting. Another case of just not being on the same page. Yeah. And, and I don't, is it just listening? Like, is it like, what's, where's the disconnect? It's listening without being defensive because that's that's what that's the problem we're having with a lot of these people this season is we're not listening and we're just focusing on being on the defense about how we can prove that we are right and the other person is wrong. Mm-hmm. That's where I, especially with Mark and Lindsay and with uh, Mike and Jasmina, mm-hmm. like I'm not wrong. You're the one wrong here, and I'm going to fight with you to prove to you that you are the wrong. And then what do they get out of that, right? Like, Nothing. okay, you're right. You want a cookie? Right. You want a like, nice, so, delicious cookie. So what do we do now? Like, now, I, if I admit that I'm wrong, where do we go from here? Right. So I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Vivian reminds them not to be hurtful to each other and not to hit below the belt. And, you know, Viv says, that's not going to happen on my watch. And I felt <laughs> like she said hit below the belt. I was like, I want to just, just, just stare right at Lindsay as you say that. Right. Like, don't hit below the belt. Lindsay, Lindsay, stop doing the things that you do. Yeah. And so that ends up, like, we never get true endings to these segments. Never. They just, like, cut it, and, like, that's it. 
<laughs> we don't see yeah. like the end of the segment. We don't see being like, okay, guys, remember what I taught you. Goodbye. Right. Like, all right, that's it. Now yeah. <laughs> it's always just left in the air. And I'm like, okay, some people do truly leave it in the air. Probably Mike and Jasmina, but uh, some people have c- conclusions to conversations. Right. Exactly. Uh, so the next next thing we get with them is a fun little like starts with a fun little nerf uh, nerf gun fight mm-hmm. which you know it seems like a very Lindsay thing to do and, and Mark Mark like he walks in the apartment and he's just like oh my gosh yeah. <laughs> like, why was he over it before it started it's like, another <laughs> nonsense that's gonna happen now <laughs> yeah. he picks up the stupid little gun now he looks in the closet she surprised him in the closet and they start this little nerf fight and Mark the whole time was just like I don't not I don't want to do this, but I'm gonna I'm gonna humor her. Right. Uh, in confessionals, he talks he, you know, talks about how serious she takes it. He's like, I'm actually gonna shoot you. Like she's she's he thinks like that. Yeah. Uh so they're in the middle of their nerf fight. Uh you gotta knock on the door and they uh they get a basket with a whole bunch of intimacy uh, you know, props, intimacy uh, products. Yeah. Uh so they 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 have, play a little silent game, and Mark's like the uh, the game is to let Lindsay's talk. Uh, let Lindsay let Mark speak first, and Lindsay not interrupt. <laughs> and Lindsay's <laughs> like, "What? Let me see that." He's like, "No, nah, I'm just joking." <laughs> Tells you what Mark really wants, right? Yeah, this was this was playful. This was, I mean, I feel like it was they they got a lot of laughs in. It wasn't. It probably wasn't Mark's choice to do, but I feel like yeah. Lindsay had a blast. Yeah, Mark wasn't comfortable through most of it, but I feel like by the <laughs> end, he got a little more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Lindsay says many times throughout this episode, she's on an after party, that she loves a f- when she and Mark can laugh together. Yeah. And that really overrides a lot of their issues about, you know, all the other things they're going through, the fact that they can they can laugh together. So that that's important to her. So that's what's pretty much keeping her in this. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they go through all the baskets. They go through all the stuff in the basket. They put the ball gags on. Mark does not put his ball gag in correctly because he doesn't want to gag and choke. Yeah. So he pretty much puts it like, I don't know, I guess on his teeth. Mm -hmm. which has to be very uncomfortable. Right. Uh, He puts on the the candy G string. Uh, You know, they, 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 there's this exercise where they have to imitate the way that they cuddle in bed. And they can't stop laughing with each other. Lindsay sounds yeah. like a dolphin. <laughs> uh, she ends up writing on his forehead something that she really appreciates about him. She writes that he is uh, that he's driven on her on his forehead. She like and in a confessional, she says she likes she wrote that because she knows that he is hardworking and motivated and likes that he uh, you know is giving all the different stuff that she's making him try a shot without being you know without balking at it. Um, Did he you know, ever find out it said driven? I feel like he thought it said something he said else. He thought it said penis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know sure if he ever found out. But, you know, it's funny that she's having this this moment now where she talks about how hardworking and motivated he is when, you know, just a week ago she was in the bathroom just really shooting him down about his job and how much he makes. Mm-hmm. Different, very different Lindsay's we're getting. Right. I... It it was um for for first of all to the the serious word in the middle of all this playfulness was just it was just an oxymoron, um but then I just, I I was trying to read like do they have good chemistry like are they it like what's like 
we can write, we can clearly outline the issues with Mike and Jasmina. But then with Lindsay and Mark, it's like, okay, is it that if you correct one thing or if Lindsay just tones down a little bit, do they have everything else they need to have like a successful marriage? I think they do. I think they do. I think they have good chemistry. I think they, they, I think they laugh a lot together, which I think is important to both of them. It's just her brashness and her over oversharing, quite frankly, mm-hmm. that I think is getting to him. And it's her picking fights with other people in public is getting to him. I mm-hmm. think, I think that she has, honestly, I think Lindsay has a personality where she could get along with just about anybody if she didn't let her brashness stop her. Mm-hmm. True. We did get some feedback, though, from loyal listener Timo. She said, after what Lindsay revealed on the after show, do y'all see Mark's people-pleasing behavior as a problem yet? Um, so I guess first, before I finish this, we should say what happened on the after show. Yeah, so on the after party, uh, Lindsay references that uh, Mark I'm not sure if she said Mark's in Alyssa's DMs or Alyssa's in the Mark's DMs, but they have been communicating on They're social friend. media. They follow each other. And yeah, they've been, they, they been communicating on social media throughout this whole experiment. And that, you know, Alyssa has slid herself back into the kind of group <laughs> dynamic. And you know, Alyssa, and Lindsay calls Alyssa a cockroach that never goes away. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and you know, apparently she has visited Elijah Wanna Katina. She hangs out with them on their little roof uh, patio or whatever. So she is still infiltrating the group. Yes. As far as Mark people pleasing. Well, let me sit. Let me finish out real quick. Oh, okay, so yeah. she said, um, so there's no reason for him to contact Alyssa. Lindsay's issues are glaringly obvious. And as a result, I feel like everyone is overlooking Mark's issues. I'm, I'm not sure that the people pleasing is an issue with the Alyssa stuff. I get where Lindsay's coming from for sure. Mm-hmm. Because Alyssa took the steps to block Lindsay on social media. <laughs> yeah. Uh she, you know, got continued to got short with Lindsay uh a couple of times during the honeymoon. So Lindsay and Alyssa are not friends. So I do get her frustration with that. And I think if any other person was in that those shoes, they'd be mad too that Mark is communicating with Alyssa. Right. Exactly. I th- I feel like of all people, it'd be different if he was like keeping up with Noi, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. no, he is the one person who like Lindsay later says like, oh, we trim the fat, like talking about Alyssa yeah. being gone. Like that is going to trigger her for her to know that you are befriend- like, there's no reason for that. And so I can, I can, I can see how. I can see how his people pleasing is just like, well, I'm just trying to be nice to everybody. Like, I don't have an issue with her, so I'm trying to be nice. Right, but I don't know if I would have put that up to people pleasing. I just think he is, <laughs> I think he's just kind of like, he doesn't get it. Like, yeah. he's, he's kind of like, <laughs> he's kind of ignorant to the fact. Because he's he's kind of like a little kid. Like, he just, he has those kind of thoughts. He's like, I don't yeah. know, I just wanted to be your friend. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if that's a necessarily, necessarily a people pleasing thing. He's like, oh, she want to talk to me. I'm her, mm-hmm. I want to be her friend. That's cool. Yeah, and it's, it is. It is interesting that he's also tight with Chris, and you would think, right? You know, you'd take kind of sides. Either one, like Chris if it's 
if it's not for Lindsay, then it's for Chris that you're not communicating with Alyssa. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's definitely weird. It, he yeah. definitely shouldn't be doing it. Yeah, I just see the people pleasing aspect as like you're just trying to make everyone happy, and he's doing that by just being cordial yeah. because he he is it's way over his head. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> There's no reason to have a, yeah, a he, relationship he there. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know about in in the, in context of their relationship if that's going to be a downfall. Him being people pleasing, like obviously him communicating with Alyssa. I don't think that's relationship ending. But it's like, are there multiple areas in their life where that's getting in the way of him and Lindsay's relationship? Um, I think only time will tell. As a relationship is like anyway, it's just like it's not like this grand love. Maybe he, I don't know. Maybe he's just like I don't know. Whatever. I'm mm-hmm. not. I'm probably not going to. You know, be with Lindsay past these eight weeks. I might as well keep friends with Alyssa. I don't care. Yeah, right. No. Who knows what his, what his motivations are? Maybe he'll be on an after party soon. We can get some more tea in that. Yeah. That was definitely a interesting bit of tea spillage we got on after party. Right. Like that was a little. That was a. Uh... Yeah, like uh, one of my friends, Gabby, she uh, texted me and was like, oh my gosh, it was a bomb that was dropped on After Party. And it was like the Alyssa thing, the fact that you know, like Alyssa and Mark, I was like, yeah, it was it, it was pretty shocking. But then for some reason, I wasn't that surprised. Like I heard, I was like, oh. Well, I'm not surprised just... that Alyssa is trying to slither her way right. back into the, you know, group dynamic. Like, hey, guys, you, yeah. know, you want to you come over? We have some drinks, some, right. you know, some mimosas or champagne or something. Yeah, he's hanging out with Katina a lot. Yeah, it would have been different if it was on some like, oh, hey, I'm trying to develop a relationship with you. I think she was just trying to contact the the, the nicest person who can keep her in the loop. See who will let her <laughs> into the to the apartment complex. Maybe she needs to be buzzed in. <laughs> she like tried Jasmine, and Jasmine said, "Uh, uh-uh. yeah, no, I'm not getting in the middle. We're of not this. doing that." <laughs> um, yeah. So this episode, we did have another group outing, which it seems like we're getting, you know. Uh, one every week now, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this this week, the guys went to play ice hockey, and the ladies went to um, what do they call? It? Oh, aerial yoga. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Which another interesting outing. I wish uh, I I wish again we could have switched, and the ladies went ice hockey, and the men went aerial dancing or mm-hmm. aerial, aerial yoga, whatever. So that would have been it, it's so funny because when when the guys I saw their skates, I, thought, I was like, oh, that's so sweet. They're uh, ice skating. Oh my <laughs> and then it wasn't until I saw the hockey, the hockey sticks. I was like, oh, hockey. hockey. They're going to go out and do a triple axle on the ice. Right? Uh, so we do get the comment uh, from uh, from Lindsay about Alyssa not being part of the group. And she thinks that, you know, it's going really well now that we've trimmed the fat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was like, oh, bird. And then she talks yeah. about Katina. She says she thinks Katina is, uh, she says, let's not ruin a good thing by talking about what she thinks about Katina. Right. Go jump off a, a cliff, Lindsay. <laughs> um, uh, so they, the ladies talk, all talk about, you know, whether they miss being chased or they miss dating. Lindsay says that she had her fun dating, and but she does miss being wooed. And she talks about how she had dated established men and older men who were who were ready to woo her. And, and then we get another confession. She's like, the men that approach me are big fish, but they don't have the one I'm looking for in a husband and that she could have that with Mark, but he's not willing to woo her. Uh, so the men she used to deal with were big fish, but Mark's a shark. Mark is so. the shark. <laughs> 
And, you so know, we did we did we find out that Lindsay dated engineers. They were all jerks. Right. Uh, you know, a while ago. So, you know, you got Mark. He's not he's not a big jerk. He may be a little naive, but, mm-hmm. you know, he's nice. He's like a nice guy. Yeah. So she just wants him to romance her a little bit. Yeah. He she I mean, he took you out to sushi, Lindsay. What would you call that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that she, you know, as Lindsay's want to do, she comments to the ladies that at least she's getting sex again and she is getting her pleasure. Uh, we get we get a segment where the guys and ladies are rating their um, their marriages because that's what production forces them to do every season. Right. Uh, Mark says, you know, as far as uh, doing things for him, which is a weird comment to me, uh, like he said, feeding the cats. I forgot what else. He said cleaning the house. She's like a nine or a ten. I'm sure Elijah one is like, oh, yeah, she, she cleans the house for you. <laughs> um, but he said that, you know, on as far as her listening to him and kind of relaxing like he wants her to, she's, he, she is at a six. So that's where he's at in in the marriage and the rating. We didn't get a Lindsay rating. Yeah. Uh, so the last little segment we get with them is them in bed to end the day. Uh, Mark Mark asks what she needs. She says she needs to be wooed, and there ain't no woo. Mm. And then we get a confession with Mark saying it's hard to woo somebody when you don't get any real space away from them. Then when you're continually with them all the time, it's hard to woo. Um, and she needs to feel like he's invested in her and that he's making an effort. He acknowledges that, and we end the episode there. Um, we get on the still to come. We get more fighting. We we do yeah. get we do get the patented. You know, we're gonna start with real nice flowery stuff, and then we're gonna turn it left, and we're gonna show you all the fights. Right. Uh, so we got a nice little wood scene with them holding hands, speaking wonderfully to each other. Uh, and but you know, then we get the whole you know you keep pulling back, you keep pulling back, and Mark says you know, Mark, that was weird like cut. Mark's like, you want to fight? You want to get tough? And then it cuts to Michael sitting there staring at somebody as two and two it suggests <laughs> to us that Mark and Mike are going to fight. Right. Um, well, I don't know. Uh, so, you know, Mark and Lindsay are arguing again. Nothing out of the ordinary for them. And then Lindsay's talking at one of the group dinners like this, this B right here is like, I don't know what the F just happened. Ugh, more Lindsay shenanigans. Nothing's yeah. really. I feel like nothing's really going to change with these, with these, with these two. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as ratings go, I'm staying at my one. Where wow. are you, Asia? Yeah, I'm not being. I'm not very optimistic. If it all signs lead to he's just existing, he's just putting up with what he has to put up with. He's just a nice guy, so he's not. He's not going to be completely like turned off how like Jasmina is sometimes. Um, but he is, he he's, I think he's realized that she's not the one for him. And I think it's going to be one of those like on decision day, he's like, yeah, I realized it about a weekend that this yeah. wasn't for me. <laughs> I realized it on the plane to our honeymoon. Right. <laughs> That's why it wasn't for me. Yeah. So I, I agree. I'm a one as well. Yeah. Okay. So where are we going to next? All right, so we are going to go ahead and take a pit pit stop. <laughs> Annoy and Steve, <laughs> real quick, <laughs> real quick. Um, so so Annoy and Steve, uh, yeah. So we're diving into intimacy here, and she said we got one little 
one little piece where we were like going from couple to couple flash flashing where she said if she caught him watching porn then it would turn her on oh boy i i i don't know <laughs> so there was that i um, contact that's your cue that's your weekly right? cue for asia right. um so then uh dr Viviana shows up and uh she says you know it sounds she sits down with them she's like it sounds like y'all have had a pretty big bond so far y'all have been enjoying each other quote on she like does quotes so are yeah. we just going to go ahead and assume that they've consummated their marriage? Oh, I don't think there's any assumption to it. I think they pretty much confirmed it, but they just, don't, that, want to, I, they just don't want to say the words. Right. I know they talked about it on after, or she talked about it on After Party last week, but then they, I didn't know if we had any confirmation on the show. Yeah, I don't think they're going to say out loud, we had sex. I think that's more noise uh, requirement. Of mm-hmm. Steve, like we're not going to tell them that we had sex, but they're just inferring it all over the place. Yeah. So I, yeah, I just think I think they definitely constipated their marriage. Okay, then we can proceed with that assumption. Um, and so, you know, she 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 said she's still getting comfortable with him, and you know, he says like when they're having issues, it's really hard for her to verbalize how she's feeling. And she admits that, like, in the past, she had partners that, like, she would lash out at them when she was upset. So with him, she doesn't want to end up saying that something that she'll regret. So she says nothing. Can you, How is that the like, logic? Can you imagine? So, but can you imagine, like, Noi lashing out at somebody? Like, this little thing, like, you bleep, bleep, bleeper. I'm going to bleep you and bleep, 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 bleep. I just can't. I just, would just love to see it. Just like yes. Noi just saying this the most this little cute little person just saying the most hurtful things in the world. I could see it the, the way she turned on him with those noodles. Yeah, I I want, but she she just up and left. She didn't even say anything. True, true. I I, I want to see his lashing out because I think it'll be like a little chihuahua just barking at somebody like trying to like <laughs> intimidate like, okay. them or something. Yeah. Um so she tells Dr. Viviana she didn't realize how bad she hurt him by leaving and she starts crying. Dr. Viviana's like, y'all talk to each other. She um, has a big issue with talking to him, with talking to him directly because she, uh, I think even in the Pastor Cal visit, mm-hmm. he was like, yeah, well, turn around to him and tell him. And then she turned like quarter turn yeah. still wouldn't look him in the face and the same thing happened here. She turned a little bit but still would look him directly in the eye while she was mm-hmm. talking about something like really emotional. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think it's that what we've been pointing out all along that maturity of yeah. just being able to, you know, maybe she needs to journal. Yeah. Get, get all those thoughts out. Yeah. Um, so she tells him like it broke her heart to see him hurt like that. Um, and it's going to take her a while to get to a place to verbalize how she's feeling without being destructive. destructive. And he's like, well, I know. I'm like, a word. that's a strong word. Cause I, that could make, that could like spark some fear in him to hear yeah. like that, that she knows that she's capable of doing this. Um, and he says like something needs to change because it, it's not as sustainable the way it is right now. Um, so we come back, like they went to a commercial, came back to them and they're still, still in this conversation. Um, and he just says, like, he wants her to tell her, tell him right away when he's upset with something. And and Dr. Viviana kind of echoes that point. And I'm like, 
Yes, that's that's so true. Like, do you feel that way? Like, if somebody's upset with them, with you, would you prefer them tell you right then and there, or let it linger, and then maybe they get over it? Well, of course, I want you to. I want to address the issue right here, right now. Let's nip mm-hmm. it in the bud. If you know, we we let's just talk it out. But I mean, I feel like people say that, but no one really. People don't do it all the time. Yeah, a lot of people are not consistent with it, but it's so much better to just get it out because if we it festers and then I have even more to like I'm going to become more so I'm going to become angrier you know like you just have well, well Asia I'm glad up. you said that I'm glad you said that <laughs> I had something that I wanted to talk to you about and I guess we're just going to get into it right now uh, earlier we were talking about Mike and Jasmina you did cut me off once <laughs> and I feel like we got to hash out right here on the podcast <laughs> Let's take 20 minutes and then a commercial break yeah. to dissect <laughs> how we're feeling. Um, actually, I'm just going to journal and then I'll put in the chat. You can read it and then that, you yeah, can tell better. the listeners what I said. That's better. <laughs> so I'll, I'll, I'll then, After you tell me what you want to tell me in the journal, I'll put it on social media in, yes. a, cryptic, in, a, in a cryptic post on social media talking about mm-hmm. how you're not supposed to treat podcast partners and you know how what you should expect in a podcast partner mm-hmm. relationship. Because you know all of my family and my friends are following you, and so you know it's going to hit the right audience. That's right. So we'll yeah. we have all those, we'll have all the different styles of all our masters. Uh, yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Glad we understand them. Um, so she shifts the conversation. This is where I was got a little frustrated. Was she needs a concrete plan? She wants to know that they're both contributing financially because. She he he asked her like, okay, are you doubtful that I'm capable of making money? She's like, well, ever since I've known you, <laughs> that hasn't been something I've seen. Noah, you met this man three weeks ago. So I thought like here was my thought. We didn't mention this at all last episode. Mm-hmm. So I thought like, okay, maybe in between episodes or in between camera shooting, Steve was like, okay, listen here, but I'm gonna pull up my bank account for you, and I'm gonna show you this. And then get off my back. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> I kind of feel like that's what happened, but maybe not. Uh, she is still harping on about his ability to make money. Mm-hmm. And she like we're, we, you're gonna go. You're, you, we're gonna finish what she says, but like I just feel like she's again speaking with no logic. Yes, like I I think at this point that's all she needs to do is see it because she's going off a of hearsay and she doesn't. For some reason, she's not understanding that he's fine. He literally was living just fine before this marriage. Yeah. So, um, like he says, like it it hasn't affected her financially so far, and she's like, "Well, it will." And he's like, "Well, I've been cooking. I've been keeping this place spotless. But if I get a full time job, the place isn't going to be as clean. And the food's <laughs> not going to be as good." I did think he was like he went a little overboard here. <laughs> But he was like, listen, what, what's going to happen if I get a job? What do you think's going to happen to this place if I get a job? And I was like, I mean, I can I can cook and clean a little bit. Like, I know I, you know, didn't cook your noodles the way you wanted to, but I'm fine with putting girls over the house where he's like, I don't know about that. Like, I haven't seen that. Like, okay, well, I felt like he was a little, he went a little out of bounds there. Like, you see how spotless this place is? What if I get a job? It's going to go to complete hell if I can get a job. Cause he, cause he point. I mean, I feel like he had a point because he pointed out, look, we're not splitting duties now. Cause you don't so, got no job, well, you Tommy. No, you don't got no, no job. 
<laughs> Tommy, no. you don't got no job. There will not be any Steve slander. He is. No, I understand. Deep. I understand. I understand what it is. But okay. he's like, I haven't seen you do any housework because you have decided that you wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, noise like, I don't think noise like, I'm not, I'm refusing to clean because you don't have a job. He has chosen <laughs> to pick that up. Great. But don't sit right. here and say, well, what's going to happen if I take a job? And then we'll both clean the freaking house, <laughs> dude. Like, not that big of a deal. He, but he he's really just trying to spin this in his, you know, for his benefit, which, you know, fine. But <laughs> I he, mean, just, he went a little overboard, I think. I feel like he's just trying to make, he's trying to prove his point that what she's saying is so bizarre because she just acts like he's just, La 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 la, just living life. I don't, I just have two dollars to my name and I'm just gonna, like, what? He's see, doing and then, fine. And then Viv asks, like, so let's say that he has, that you guys have a whole bunch of money in savings and he wants to be a stay at home dad or husband. Would you be okay? And she's like, no. She, she is, Viv has presented the best scenario here, the best case scenario. Literally. And she still says, nah, I just envision both of us working. For what? No, like just for right. fix? like I'm a multimillionaire, Noy, but I still have to work at like Seven Eleven or something for you to respect me, for you yes. to like be happy. Like what's the goal happening? is to not have to work anymore. Where has Noy been? Right, like that's not logical, not mature, not logical at all. Same old Noy. Yes, and the best thing about him saying like, okay, if I get a full time job, like we're not, I'm not the place is going to be as clean. Uh, she's like, well, these just sound like excuses. <laughs> like, you don't ever hear anything he says. It just, ugh, it's so annoying. But I don't know. He's he seems happy because when they went to when they did the group exercise, he's like, guys, I said it. I did the I did the big thing. I told Noah I love her, and she said it back. So I took a risk. I took and a risk. Like, this was the lowest risk thing ever, man. <laughs> she basically told you that she was falling in love with you. This was not a risk. You right. knew she was saying it back as soon as you said it. And then you sat on that for three weeks and then you, you said it. For you, Steve. Oh, gosh. Um, so the last segment we got with them was the five, they did like a five senses exercise and um, she didn't know what a body shot was, so he explained it. Do we uh, believe that? Because he didn't believe it. Do we believe it? That she doesn't know what it is? I don't know. I feel I, like Noisy has taken and given some body shots before. <laughs> noisy, but not noisy. Noisy, okay, noisy knows, but not noisy. Um, yeah, that yeah, that is a good point. I was like, what? How does she not? At least, even if you haven't done one, you know what it is. Yeah, you would think so. But uh, she says she's never done it, and he says this is not his first. <laughs> so, um, hey, Steve, Steve get. Uh, Steve was getting freaky dicky in this segment right <laughs> Yeah. They were dancing together. Um, they talk about things they want to do. He wants to take a shower and then they like wash each other. She's Ooh. like, okay, <laughs> you just want to get clean or like <laughs> it was the way he said it. I was like, oh, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then she wants to uh she wants to have sex. She whispers it. Uh in a semi-public place. And he's like, semi. She's like, well, just outside of the home. <laughs> well, no, Steve was like, yeah, I got a few ideas. I got a few like, ideas. Like, I feel like he like whips out like a scroll. He's like, all right, I've been waiting for this. I'm waiting for you yeah. to say this. I got. I've written some. I've written about 500 
uh, suggestions down and I'll walk <laughs> you through them. We can figure out which one. We- Steve is a freak. That's, that's what I've determined. He's like, I have a list that I've been putting ever since I talked to your brother. Yeah. He told me to go for it. I've been very right. diligent in coming up with this list. Ever since I talked to Sriracha, this list has been growing. Um, so then they do an exercise where they write down their fears and they're going to burn it together. And she fears that they're not going to survive as a married couple. And um, she's worried that like he won't love everything about her. And he's like, you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> he feels very secure in what they have. And his biggest fear is like the expectations she has for him, which she has clearly articulated multiple uh, times. I think that's something he should really worry about. I think that is a valid yes. fear. That would, that's no afterthought fear. That's a, a firm priority fear. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's it for them. Yep. That's it. Nothing, nothing huge, nothing huge on the still to come. Yeah. Oh, no, that's, that's false. She said that you can kiss my ass. Is what she says, seemingly to I, him. It does seem that way, but the way it was cut, I was like, she yeah. is telling a story. I guess it was maybe. a weird thing to hear from noise a preview of maybe what she says when she lashes out at her partners <laughs> dead <laughs> yeah maybe uh so uh, that's what we got for them i mean wh- where would you rate them yeah i'm gonna keep it at my five i just i don't see much i don't see much there there to be honest they're they're the boring couple of the season that's probably just going to float all the way to decision day is what i'm seeing yeah, I'm gonna. I was at a four last week. I'm going up to a five because I feel like he's very happy, and I would think that their downfall would be him not liking those expectations that she has for him. Um, but if he can just, if he's okay with having to reassure her constantly, mm-hmm. then they'll be fine because I think she's happy as well. I think worst case scenario for them is they say yes on decision day and then we get to the reunion and they're like, yeah, it just this wouldn't work out. Yeah, we couldn't make it work. Yeah. But I think definitely by the time we get to this, when we get to decision day, they both say yes. Yeah. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So where are we headed next? Last but not least. <laughs> Elijah Juan and Katina. So after the big hubbub last week, we, we get the Dr. Viviana visit. Um, you know, in, a, in starting out confessional, Katina says that, you know, she felt like she was disappointing Elijah Juan, disappointing herself because she wants to be the best wife for him. I was like, no, 
no, Katina, you're, you're getting the wrong message here. I was, I literally was just, I was cringing. I just like, girl, don't you realize you are worth more than having to prove yourself to this man child? Way more. Uh, yeah, so we get Viviana coming in, uh, and Viviana tells to, tells Elijah and Katina, and probably the audience at home, uh, we are being kept abreast of everything. So we know, <laughs> we see, and we hear everything. So basically, so, don't try to lie to me. Yeah, and so she gets <laughs> she 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 rightly gets into Elijah and says like, why is it every time I hear something about y'all, it's about food and cooking? And Elijah says that you know, food and cooking are very important to me. And that's what that's you know that's how I look at a wife and how I I measure a wife. Uh, so I did like on after party that Rudy did confront Elijah Juan about his views and about how a woman's worth is not based on her ability to cook and clean. And you know he gave the spiel of you know well I get home early in the morning after I've worked all night and I see things not done and it's frustrating. Nothing was done. Was she not sleep? Yeah, like was she done. sleep while you were at work? <laughs> and then I questioned, does she even have a job? Like, what's she doing all day? Juan. Oh, you're not helping yourself, man. Like, you just you just keep digging that hole. Uh, so back back to the episode. Viviana asked, "How you know? Well, how did you like? What we all been asking? How did you eat before the marriage? Like, you you obviously were able to feed yourself." And he right. says, "You know, he grabbed something some easy and something small, but you know, I have a wife now." Which you know, back to the back to the couple of weeks ago, where he's like he you know used to eat peanut butter, peanut butter sandwiches, but he can't anymore because it's impossible for you to take care of yourself after you get married. Apparently, right. large one. Uh, he says, but now he has a wife and she works at home. So obviously, if you work at home, you have plenty of time to do cooking. Plenty and of time every every day. I work from home and then I cook like a like a a five star three course meal. And then, you know, full cake. Like I have time for all of that. I prep all the veggies. I start around 2 p.m. I'm working from home, but I have the time, you know, right. because am I working? I'm, at, I'm just at home. You're just in your bed. You, to, <laughs> you, hit your, you hit your little buttons on your laptop, you know, that you got to do every now and then call what you call work from home. He couldn't be furthest from understanding what is working from home. Mm-hmm. He just thinks you're at home. So what what are you doing? What it's, else are you doing? How does he not have anyone in his life that has worked from home that he understands what right. it is to work from home? You're working. You're just not in an office. That's it. Like that. Was, oh, that that it triggered me. It honestly triggered me because it was just like, do you even talk to her about work? Like, what do y'all talk about? Obviously not. What are your conversations? Obviously not, because he thinks she does nothing all day but sit, you know, just sit down and be like, oh, "I'm here. Might as well cook and clean for my hubby." He's like, "You're all you're home all day. Why why isn't the house spotless? And why haven't you cooked dinner already?" Yeah. So Viviana then asks him, "Like, so where did you get these ideas of what a wife is supposed to be?" And he still doesn't give us a real answer. He's just like, it, "It's just in me," is what he says. <laughs> he says, "You know, he he's okay taking care of household if he is happy." So he says, so you're not happy? If you're not happy, you're just going to drop it? And he's like, no. Um, but, you know, he, then he looks at, you know, so, but if, if this isn't happening, then why am I even in this marriage? Uh, so, but he claims, so it's more about the cooking than cleaning. He references the housewarming again and says how he made it so easy for her, but then at the end of the night, she refused to clean. As if, you know, it, she's just his slave and did not do what he said. Um, so then, then he questions. He says, "But you know, at, when that happens, I question if we're on the same level mentally." And 
to be honest, like, what? Mentally. Mentally. <laughs> how could you even say that? And then he continues on to say, you know, if he saw his wife cleaning, he would never leave her to clean by herself. BS, basically. <laughs> so then Vion is just like shocked. She's like, so why is something so trivial like cooking and cleaning is what this marriage is depending on? He says that he says it's so important. It's just, it's affecting the marriage, it's affecting me. And so then and then continue he throughout. Her, he's, he calls her a housewoman. He said, as a housewoman, <laughs> like she's it's like it's not being met. What are you talking about? He's insane. So throughout this whole thing, Katina is just like sitting there saying nothing. So then Viviana finally asked Katina if it if all this stuff affects, you know, uh, her trust in Elijah. Katina says, uh, you know, she feels like if she it makes her feel like if she does something wrong, he's going to threaten to leave her every time. Um, then he he says he asks her to think of them like the two of them together instead of thinking of herself. And mm-hmm. Viviana's like, so you, you think she's just not thinking of you? And she's like, no, she's just thinking about herself. And he talks about her laziness. And then V's like, what? You call her lazy now? Yeah. <laughs> he says the effort to care about the other person is not there with her at all. That she does not care about what he feels. All of that. So V says he has a certain I- he has an idea of what a husband and wife looks like. And he and when he, she says that, he says, no, that's not true. Not true, basically. Mm-hmm. In the middle of her talking, and then she keeps talking, she says, well, if you don't get that, it, it says she says if he does not get that, then he's going to talk down to her, tell her she's not grown, call her lazy, and it's like, well, that's what it looks like to me on the outside. So Viviana then asks Tina if she knows that she's the most important person in his life. Like Elijah Wan keeps saying that you know she does her, she knows, she knows she's she important. Knows, to me. She, she knows, knows. Cause he likes to speak for her. Yeah. So then Katina starts to kind of emotionally break down and says, you know, it, it's it's about his tone, and it feels like you know someone's beating up on her and as she's talking Elijah one just looks looks annoyed he's like how dare she say these things about me mm-hmm. you know and, and she's and she's bawling at yeah this she's point. Crying. and this man has no emotion in his face he's yeah. just like uh can you be done talking yeah and katina goes on to say you know some of the things that he says uh you know she already felt insecure about and it's really triggering for her making her feel like she's not good enough and Elijah just continues to sit there like mm, you you done yet Mm. Uh, then she says it's hard for her when when he says she's lazy because it echoes in her mind and his words are harsh his energy and his tone is what he needs to work on and you know Vivian's like are you hearing this like yeah I hear it I hear it and she (laughs) just sounds so annoyed what she's saying like uh, you know an after party Elijah did say you know when everybody leaves after they have these big conversations that you know she's not as quiet as what she's depicted all to be on camera that she does you know finger wag at him and yell at him and gives him the business but it just doesn't seem like that's the case right it's just like no like it's it's an it's annoying because he's trying to make it seem like oh no she stands up for herself you know when the cameras aren't there but you're saying such awful things like why why are you saying these things she like she shouldn't even need to be hearing these things in order to get to a point of standing up for herself Right, and you're obviously breaking her down every time you're having these conversations with her like this. Yeah, that, that's that's not what you're looking for in a all. wife. Yes, and Viviana pretty much says that you know to him. She points out like like she says pointing out her flaws and securities like that is not quote unquote taking care of your wife like you always say you want to be doing. 
Mm-hmm. Like he, Elijah was always the one that was talking about, I want to take care of my wife. I want to do this for my wife, that for my wife. This is not taking care of your wife at all. At all. That's You're not doing what a husband should be doing. If you think, like, what is your definition? It, just going to work at night and then coming home. So if you're going to work at all night, you come home in the morning. If I'm not mistaken, you're at home while she's working. So aren't you doing something? Like, you you're should see at, that she's working. You're at home at premium cleaning times, according to you, my <laughs> yeah, friend. So why aren't exactly. you getting all your hands and knees and scrubbing my floor for me, sir? Exactly. And another thing that really annoys me about him besides everything else is that he thinks he knows more than experts. Like you can't tell him like he thinks he knows more than Pastor Cal. He knows more than Dr. Viviana. And clearly he's going to think he knows more than Dr. Pepper when she's like, keep Mm -hmm. talking Olajuwon (laughs) because he's not listening to anything they're saying. He's just like, Oh, you know, okay, no, that's not true. No, that's not it. You like, He's basically thinking you don't get it. Yeah, you're not in our relationship. You don't get it. And then like on the after party, trying to call out like to Dr. Pe- Dr. Viviana, like, thank you, Dr. Viviana, for your help. Boy, yeah. stop. <laughs> I don't believe any of that. It's, it's all a show. It's just it's so annoying that she has to get beat down in these situations verbally um, by the type of stuff that he's saying. It's just it's just gross. Yep. Uh, so then he continues on with his nonsense spiel and says that she's his wife. And there are things that he expects to be done. And, you know, he says there are things that are expected of, of me. What are those things, Elijah? I'm, mm-hmm. I'm still confused as to what is expected of you. Mm-hmm. And he says that he, he calls out when those things are not or when his expectations are not met. It's a big moment for him. And then everyone's like, why is this such a big moment for you? Like, why is this, yes. is this thing? And then Elijah says, well, because they are. Like, like <laughs> the proud he is. So Viviana goes on to say, you know, somebody taught you something that's going to end up with you being divorced several times yes. because that expectation is going to topple over and she does not know how to help if she has this archaic and flimsy view of a wife. And she feels, and Viviana's like, well, you know, physical and emotional intimacy are so precious. And that's what a life partner is about. And if it hinges on cooking and cleaning, it's too flimsy and you're not going to make it with anyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then he, he, uh, you know, he, he pivots here. He's yeah, like, he's like, no, that's not. It's not what. That's not what it is. That's not what it is. He's basically telling Doctor Viviana that that she's wrong. Uh, he says, not what is uh, Viviana suspect. So I'm telling you, that's what it is because I am the expert here. Right. I'm no. Yeah. yeah. I. You know. I like. I am. I am the expert. I'm that's not what I'm in here the, for. the TV expert sense. Like I am a doctor. So yep. <laughs> let me show uh, you my credentials. So he says, no. He he knows himself. It's not about the cooking and cleaning. It says he expressed it the wrong way. He tells her that, you know, he cares for her. He's starting to get choked up. He feels like when he's given 100%, it's not being met. And, you know, when he talks to her, he gets no reaction from her. And it's frustrating. And he wants her to open up. So basically, he's pivoting here and saying that, you know, it's not the cooking and cleaning. It's, I'm upset with the fact that you aren't vulnerable, which is BS. He's this, just like he's basically saying I couldn't verbalize that. So I, I held on to the cooking and cleaning because it's the one thing I can like, it's tangible. I can just say that rather than like open up. I don't, I don't know. He he doesn't know what he wants her to open up on or go deeper on. So he's just like, well, let me focus on cook, cooking and cleaning. Yeah. So then but I'm also like a little frustrated with Viviana here. Cause we're going to ask Katina how she feels. And Katina says that she'll try her best to be open and vulnerable. Like, no, we're getting away from the real issue. Yes. We're getting away from the topic. 
And then Vigon tells Katina she doesn't want her to come from a place of fear anymore. And if she doesn't open up, then he might not say yes on decision day. Good. <laughs> Good. Because if she, let's say she just, she just completely let down any walls that were existing and was just completely open and just t- spilling her, her guts out to him, right? But didn't pick up a broom didn't pick up a spatula he would still be upset he would have the issue still and it's like he he got out of this like so expertly by turning it on her Mm -hmm. and be like no this is a problem and it's a problem that you have let's not focus on my my archaic demands about cleaning let's focus on you now Mm -hmm. and i was a little upset that viviana kind of let him get away with that i mean they could have spent the whole like an hour on that conversation. So I'm, I'm wondering like what else he said that we didn't see or, you know, yeah. what other advice Dr. Viviana gave them. Um, but we did get some feedback from LLMKFD. <laughs> I think she just wrote something. So she said, love your podcast. Elijah definitely needs to start living in the 21st century. In my single days, I spent more time and money dining out and getting takeout. If Katina didn't like or didn't need to cook as a single woman, what makes him think she's going to want to jump right into doing so now? All of our lives would be easier if he had a quote unquote wife to cook. If we all of our lives would be easier if we had a quote unquote wife to cook and take care of our house household. If he wants this to be someone's quote unquote job, he can hire a housekeeper. Yeah, I mean, and let's not forget, you're three. We're three weeks into this thing. Like, yeah, you just expect her to be to jump at attention and yep. be a ready-made homemaker when mm-hmm. she's she has a full-time job herself. Doesn't yeah. make any sense. Any he, sense? No, he doesn't believe that she does. No, he doesn't believe it. <laughs> that's um, that's what shook me on the after party was him trying to claim she doesn't like. Does she do? She, does she even have a job? That means in this moment, that's you venting. Meaning no matter what happens, whether y'all stay together, get divorced, you still have this just wild mindset because he yeah. was kind of going on a like, a, you know, I she says she works from home, but I don't see no work being done. I don't see any proof of that. It's like, even say, like this, is, do, this is what he thinks in his present day. Like this yes. is even like in in time, time travel back to this moment on the show. Yes. He still thinks this is present day, I'm whether like, they're married or not. Are you her manager? Do you are you doing her performance review? Are Do you, you standing see the behind work her she's... computer like yes. all the time? Like what, what are you doing now? What are you doing now? What oh doing my now? gosh! And then I mean, I guess we haven't even mentioned Kev on stage. He was on the after party, and um, I, I felt like he had a, a few good nuggets, but he was just like shocked. At... Yeah, I mean, he was he was us in in, this, yes. in these moments. He was definitely funny. I mean, one one of us would have definitely done a better job. Um, just yeah. saying, uh, Lifetime, give us a call. <laughs> um, yeah, he was funny, though. He was good. He was. And I thought it was funny when he was like, you know, after those scenes with Elijah of like wanting Katina to cook and clean, he's like, let me go make a meal yeah, for, <laughs> for <him>. my wife <laughs> before she's mad at me. Elijah um, makes all of us look better as husbands. Yeah. Gotta say. Like you're like, look at that. I'm not yeah. that. You can be married to that. <laughs> right. Um, his wife, Melissa, will be on next week. Yeah. I wonder, yeah. are they just trying to hit the whole podcast? Because there's a whole two more people on that podcast. I'm just saying, lifetime. We're we're not busy. I'm free. I'll come out to wherever y'all are. I don't know yeah, where y'all shoot. Yeah. <laughs> Give me on a Skype. I don't care. Right. <laughs> there we go. 
Both so of then, us at the same time. Exactly. Uh, so here's something that like really, really threw me for a loop. So that Elijah and Katina's next segment is Katina setting up a movie night for Elijah Wan as if she has to like be the one to to make up with him and give She's him what he wants. She's the one saying sorry all of a sudden. Yeah. She's the one who has to show that she can put in the effort. Mm-hmm. This this whole scene, man, this whole scene, I just, I couldn't. Yeah, because he comes in and he's like super excited about it. He's like, oh my gosh, you got all my candy. He's like, you know what? He might as well have just patted her on the head. Yeah. Said, Good <laughs> yeah. girl. You listen. You actually, that means you could actually listen. <laughs> I like that. My God. He said, I didn't even think that you were capable of thinking about doing something like this. This shows that you can show emotion through action. Yeah. Good girl. <laughs> what? Like, you never thought she listened before you like it, he's i i i always thought you thought going out would be like just going out i didn't think you would think like like my going out was like this and, and i didn't he, think you were smart enough to pick up <laughs> on that oh my gosh you learned something <laughs> oh, my God. oh and it was right. one of those things where it wasn't like he couldn't just enjoy what it was he had to talk. He had to pull the bachelor, bachelorette, where they they're talking about it. Like yeah. he couldn't stop saying, "Oh, this means so much to me." Like I didn't think that this could happen. Like I like doing this. I like you know going to the movies, but you don't. And then they're like, "He's like I, you know, I'm feeling, I'm feeling like I'm seeing this like a, a whole new beginning." And and you know, I think this is really good for us. And it's just can you just enjoy the candy? Can y'all like laugh and enjoy each other? Like what? Yeah, show up and watch the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so that was disappointing, to say the least. The most um, disappointing part, though, was Katina saying, oh, I finally feel like I got something right. Oh, yeah, she was so happy. Uh, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is this is upsetting. It's like, you You're don't have to da- do this. You're letting me down, Katina. You're letting me down. I know. It's like, you don't have to prove yourself. Uh, oh boy! So the last segment we get with them is them getting their their box full of uh, intimacy exercises. Um, Katina talks about how you know she was in a relationship before where she was a dominant one, but she it really turned her off. It wasn't for her. Uh, so they, they test out a bunch of the stuff in the box. They test out the whip. They she puts a leash on Elijah one and whips him a little <laughs> bit. There's a lot of costume changes in this. Did you yes. notice that? that was yes. Weird. Uh, so Elijah talks about how he feels like through the through doing the, these exercises that he feels like the tension is broken and she's loosening up and she's getting more vulnerable. Um, she t- she tells him that she doesn't like to be controlled, but she likes someone to go, girl. Like, oh, right. Okay. Uh, then we get into him giving her a massage. Nice, fun little thing. Talks about the she got a razzle when <laughs> when he was on her back and that made him excited. Yeah. Uh, she she takes a body shot off his stomach when he's blindfolded, and uh, it's like, oh, you're literally getting nasty now. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, so then he, the their segment ends with him carrying her into the bedroom, and he shuts the door. I think to uh, I don't know intimate that maybe this will be the night that they this is it they constipate the marriage. I uh I, I think look, I could be happy for them together. We, even with all of Lajuan's ways, 
of just how he is as a, as a person. I could be happy with them together if Katina ha- acknowledges that she understands that she does not need to prove herself to him. Like, yeah. I know she said it at the dinner, but then now she's showing that she feels like she has to do that. Yeah, I need her to verbalize that. I need her to tell him that especially. Mm-hmm. This is how it's going to be. I'm not going to be cooking and cleaning for you all the time. Mm-hmm. And I will, like, I. it's fine to meet him halfway. Right. Like, I will, listen, I, I, I understand that we can't be taking out food every night. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and we will both be cooking and cleaning in this house. Like, that's how it's going to be. And I will do, you know, do more. Mm-hmm. Fine. But I won't be subservient to you. Yes. So yeah, I I don't know where to go with them for ratings. I believe I was a three last week. Is that right? You were a three. Yep. Uh, let's stay at the three. Um, yeah, especially with this next time on. Yeah, next time on we got them with the big phone fight. What's it on your phone? Uh, you are married. <laughs> um, so we'll see what that's all about. I, he asked her why she has something like that in her phone. My what could guess, it be? My guess is that this is going to be something irrelevant. <laughs> this may be some picture of an ex, maybe. Maybe. I hope it's not like Bumble. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe, you never know. Like, oh, crap, I forgot to delete that. I just activated it, you know, right before I came in here. <laughs> that was a. Uh, that was Ryan's thing last last season. I I just act, I literally just activated a couple minutes ago. I didn't right. I, I, I didn't know it was active. Whatever he said. Watch it be like old text messages. They're like like I don't for like I don't delete text messages. I I have the whole like it deletes after one year, uh-huh. but I'm not gonna go in and intentionally delete a text conversation from the past, especially if I have to like scroll 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 to get to it. Yeah, I just wouldn't be surprised if it was something dumb like she had old pictures on her phone or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, that she. How does he? How does he even see it? You know, is he like? Because it it seemed like he was like looking like over. He's like, oh, what's this? Like, oh, why do you have this? (laughs) Right. He caught out the corner of his eye. He's like, let me peek. Let me roll over here and peep this real quick. So I don't know. I don't think it's. I don't think it's going to be something that's going to be that he's something he should be this upset about. Right. Then you know, Katina seems like she is revving up to about his level on the uh, the exclusive thing we got from after party. She says, take this mic off me or you want to see the real Katina. Mm-hmm. Ooh, the real Katina. The real one. She, uh, I, I think we're okay. We're getting the side. He said like, oh, when cameras go off, this yeah. is how she is. But it's like, what does he do to make her that angry? Because he's probably saying something stupid about something else stupid and she is mm-hmm. just done. And she's like, you know what? This is dumb. I'm going to create a gold pop off now because you're just right. being, too, you're being too much. You're being too extra and I'm done with it. She's like, uh, I've had enough. Because remember, like we get all these like intimations of like how he has so many temper tantrums that like because when they're talking to their friends like a couple episodes ago and the friends talking to her about his temper tantrum so she's like well yeah I just kind of waited out and I'm patient with it mm-hmm. and I just keep saying okay 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 but it looks like she has had her fill on the next episode yeah I can't wait to see it I just want her to kind of I just want her to stand up for herself and 
show him he needs to step down a little bit. He yeah, needs to revise like, a few things. It does feel like she knows the cameras are there most of the time. Yeah. So that's why she's like a little more reserved, maybe. Um, but looks like that's out of the window. And she kind of right. pretty much she pretty much acknowledges the cameras and she wants them to leave so she can go all the way off. Yes. But like, go ahead. I'm I'm not I'm no mic on me. You can't like <laughs> we're done. <laughs> nice shoot is done. You're not, gonna, you're not gonna catch me on a Lindsay. Right. Saying, saying these things on national TV. Exactly. So so yeah, I'm I'm also well, let me see. I uh I'm also a three well, am I a three? Yeah, I'll say a three. I've been a three for them for the past few episodes. Cause I just I just think it depends on how things turn out after these next few blow ups and the the Dr. Pepper situation. I don't know. Yeah, that'll we'll be see. fun. Yeah. Look at us, Asia. I think we're in lockstep with pretty much all our couples this week. Right. <laughs> right. What? That's nice. We're I getting know. along. Harmonious. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, so that's that's all our couples for this week. That's it. Um, yeah, so thank y'all for listening. Thank you for sticking with us. Uh, we will be back to talk about episode 11 next week. And um, remember, subscribe to our Love at First Sight feed. Rob has a website dot com slash uh first side feet. <laughs> Jason, where can people find you? I am on Twitter at J A Y R one zero eight five. I do have a new project that I just started up last week. Um I am talking to Grace Leader over on post show recaps about the HBO Max show, uh Winning Time. It follows the Lakers of the eighties in their rise to fame and their changing of the NBA. Uh so that's a fun time. The first episode was really fun. And so it's probably just going to get even better after that. So come over there, join us, listen to us, uh, subscribe. You can find it all on the Postal Recaps feed. Nice. Excited to hear that. And I I just remembered there was some feedback I did want to point out earlier about um, Dr. Viviana. Just shout out to Dr. Viviana on this episode. This is from Crixty. Um, She said, amen to Dr. Viviana or Viv is Lindsay refers to her cringe dr viviana was the voice of the people i'm so glad she put Lindsay and elijah in their place first by telling elijah how archaic his views on marriage are and second by telling Lindsay to stop being rude and hitting below the belt i really hope that she got through to them can't wait to hear your take on this week's episode keep up the good work asia and jason thank you so much christy yes dr viv president yeah (laughs) right i'd vote for for sure. Her, her and her outfits. Um, but yeah, y'all can find me on Twitter at Asia Like Asia, A-Y-S-H-A, like A-S-I-A. We are in the thick of Big Brother Canada. So follow me to see when I'm going to be on. I was on the episode recap um, last week, and then I'll be coming up on some podcasts in the future about Big Brother Canada. Um, also, we wrapped up our coverage of Love is Blind. Uh, season two. So if you haven't listened to the reunion recap with Mary and Brian Scally, we talked about the reunion. We had a great time talking about that. Um, and then just continuing to keep up with the couples. Um, we will have some more Love is Blind coverage, not about season two, but a, a bonus coverage about Love is Blind um, coming your way. So like I said, subscribe to our feed and you will see it there. Um, and then 
trying to think, is there anything else? Um, I, was, I joined Sasha Joseph over on Silent Podcast to talk about The Amazing Race. We talked about the finale of The Amazing Race. Um, and then I will be joining um, Mike and Liana on the B&B um, to talk about the premiere of Survivor 42. So. Is that all, Asia? That was only, like, <laughs> that was only 20 this week. Yeah, where's, your, where's your other 10 that you usually do? I'm just I'm just chilling, you know, not talk about much, not doing little, much. Little workload this week. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, so give me a follow on Twitter to keep up with what I'm doing. And outside of that, we will see y'all next week. Bye. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.